Today's guest is David Fodgham, who is a corporate finance advisor, business school lecturer, and a podcaster. And you'll probably know him from his incredible series of Venturing On, which is, I really recommend, we'll put a link to that so you can see that there. And we're going to be discussing raising venture capital, the challenges today. I'm Tony Wood from CEO Collaborative Forum, and let's hear CEO Reflex. David, an incredibly warm welcome. I'm so, I'm so honoured to have you here. Well, thank you for having me, Tony. <laughs> Wonderful. So we're talking about venture, um, raising venture capital. And um, the big question that everybody says right now with, with everything that's going on in the world is why is it harder to raise venture capital today than it has been in the past? Well, it's never been easy, is the first thing to say. Um, venture capital, um, there are, they look at a huge number of opportunities before they decide which one to invest in. And uh, But specifically to answer your question, it's got more difficult because uh, you might think there's less money around. There's, there's actually, that's not the case. There's still plenty of money around, but the the cost of capital has gone up because we're seeing higher interest rates and uh, financially speaking, a, a return is a mix of the cost of capital plus the risk that you're, you know, obviously venture is a risk mm -hmm. asset. And at the other end, valuations have gone down. So you're kind of squeezed from both ends. And the effect of that is that venture firms are being even more selective about which companies that they select and, and invest in. So, so how do they make that? Or, or how have you seen um, venture firms making that selection? Is it just they want a bigger return? Or are they changing the types of companies? Well, the, the venture firms look for a certain set of characteristics. First of all, it's got to match their fund in right. terms of, you know, size, stage, sector, and so on. But then they look for a certain set of characteristics that the, the, the team is um, well-balanced, experienced, and they, they believe in them. Uh, they look at the opportunity. The, the opportunity is, is something that, that can really be very big. Um, that there is a, a competitive advantage in in uh, in in the venture and what they and what they're doing, and then there are some other other aspects that uh, are very important. One of them is unit economics, which is which is basically for every time you invest in acquiring a customer, does that customer pay you back many times more than the amount that it's cost to 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 win them? Now, so your, your question is about, you know, how are they they changing? I don't think they're changing their focus in terms of later stage. There's a lot of talk generally that venture firms are investing later and later in the cycle because that lowers risk. Mm -hmm. But the best returns are to be had when you invest early on. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that so much is changing. They're just looking for quality. They're looking for great teams with great ideas, sustainable competitive advantage, good unit economics, and a few other things. Too. And, and, you, and you mentioned that the valuations are declining. Is there any good news? How can that be a good news for an entrepreneur? Or, or is there no good news? 
Well, well, I mean, this is it's a cycle, right? So um, it's good news in the sense that um, uh, by the time they come to 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 sell or exit, hopefully the valuations have gone the other way. Um, but risk or growth equity did get a bit ahead of itself, and we've seen a correction in the stock market. I mean, even the big tech firms have have declined in value, and that's. It, some of them really quite spectacularly they've become uh, people have been much more looking at economic fundamentals you know i i think a very old-fashioned thing is 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 around profitability which is can you get become profitable quickly i i think actually if you can get the unit economics to work quickly that because unit economics means that ultimately the company will be successful financially although it may run at a loss for a long time is probably the thing to focus on as a as an entrepreneur interesting and so we, we talked about the beginning right when 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 you're raising that initial funds have exits been affected as well exits are affected because most venture venture ventures exit to companies to to uh, uh, either a competitor or, or a company looking to expand into a new market and uh, their valuation has gone and therefore they're not prepared to pay as much for the companies that they're acquiring right. um, so IPOs are not very not very uh, good place for or not a very common way of exiting Having said that, the number of transactions is still, you know, you're asking for some good news. Mm, this please. <laughs> we don't see transaction flow actually dropping off. There is oh, okay. um, uh, one of the, actually, one of the, let me cover another area, is that increasingly we're seeing private equity firms buy, oh. um, uh, it's, it's something, a relatively new phenomenon. So you think, you know, you build a tech firm and then you sell it to, I don't know, Microsoft or something, um, uh, or Cisco. And um, uh, you, uh, what we're seeing is that private equity, which are basically financial investors, mm -hmm. are looking to create a market leader in a particular segment. So they'll bolt on, oh, okay. um, uh, bolt on acquisitions, um, and and that is still private equity is still flush with cash, and we're still seeing lots of activity, lots of deals being done but the valuations are challenging. So, so one thing I think would be quite interesting is that if the exit or the value in exits, the valuations are going down, do you see that having a knock-on effect in the whole industry or is it just too small to worry about? I don't worry about it because, as I say, it's a cycle. So this is a normal part of the cycle. And in a, a small number of years, we'll be, we'll be at somewhere else. So... <laughs> Um, I don't. I don't think so. I think the other thing to remember is that an exit you think is you're you're leaving a room, you're opening the door and walking out. But in fact, it 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 isn't. It's very rarely an exit. It's more of a uh, a door to another place. Because if you're bought by a competitor or or a company that's owned by a private equity firm, the chances are they want you as the entrepreneur to stay on. For a bit, there'll be a new lot of incentives, and and maybe you can make more money or, or another lot of of return by staying on a little bit a little bit longer. And certainly, if you IPO, you're clearly going to stay on for 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 some time. It is true that the recycling of entrepreneurial money is a very important part of the ecosystem. Right. That um, that 
that the company the entrepreneurs have been successful then find other entrepreneurs that they like other sectors that they like and put their capital that they've made to play so, so how can you make yourself attractive to either other entrepreneurs or to pe or vcs <clears throat> how do you do that how do you make how do you make yourself i think attractive or make yourself stand out is there a difference between the two so one is about fundamentals yeah. right so um you've got i i think of the things that they look for and i mentioned you know team yeah. competitive advantage uh, unity economics and so on that um I, I i always recommend to entrepreneurs to look at look at it from the other end in other words look at it from from the position of the company having been successful and then looking back investors want venture investors need to make a 3x return in order for their fund actually even to break even so they're really trying to see if they can find something that could provide a 10x return so see if you can model it and see where where your company will be will the investors have made 10x return if you can do that plausibly and then you've got your other fundamentals of a good team and you've got uh, your unit economics that 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 are working well that i think that fundamental story is is the one that appeals to to to, to venture firms and, and sorry, well, sorry yeah sorry Tony. Go ahead. no no please after you your 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 second question was about how do you stand out from the others yes. and uh, i i think um the it, it, there is something about ambition. I think we, we struggle in Europe in particular with companies being happy, being market leaders in their own uh, country, um, and in some cases, their own city. Um, and then they, they, they view going to the neighboring country as a big adventure. Whereas I think it's about how you don't get to great valuations that way. You get to great valuations if you can be the global leader or a global leader. And so what is, where is your ambition? How do you believably roll this out on a global scale? I think that is the difference between uh, what makes you stand out from, from, from others. That's really interesting. So where would, you, where would you advise an entrepreneur to focus their efforts? Because it seems like you've got to focus on everything. You've got to focus on team. You've got to focus on valuation. You've got to focus on making, making, your, making the investors be able to see you because you may be amazing, but they're not seeing you. Where do you focus? Any, any words of wisdom for us? Uh, sorry, Matt, Matt. I said this many times, unity economics. It is basically the fundamental... Uh, the unit economics is about how much does it cost to acquire a customer and what is the value that you get from a customer over what period of time yeah. and i think if if a company that has good unit economics will always not always will, is much more likely to succeed through and it's something that that investors focus on and entrepreneurs don't adequately focus on it i'll give you an example i've been advising a a, a firm that that um, said, well, I don't think we very, need very much capital. This early stage business. Okay. Uh, well, what's your ambition? Well, I think we can get to a billion users. Okay, what does it cost to uh, acquire a, a customer? I don't know, not very much, maybe five, 10, $20. So, well, okay, billion users, $5 a unit is $5 billion of capital that you're going to need. 
I said, well, it isn't like that, but well, it is like that. That's what it costs. So you've either got to scale back your ambition from a billion users to something less, which of course reduces your attraction to the venture firm, or you've got to work out how you get your cost of customer acquisition from $5 down to five cents. That, that's really interesting. So that there's these simple rule sets that we, that we, that, that we can get and we can understand from that. And so is there any one bit of advice that you would have? So you've got that focus, unique, unique economics, but what one bit of advice, one, you know, if they only took one thing from this entire podcast, what would you recommend? Um, I think from a, it depends whether you mean from a strategic perspective or operating the company or raising money. I think those are two quite raising, raising things. money, uh, raising money. Yeah, and I'll take all three. <laughs> I've got you here now. I'll take all three. CEOs too much time uh, raising money rather than running a business. I mean, that that's the reality of it, right, which okay. is, which is a, a sad thing to say. I, I think in, in, um, uh, the one piece of advice on the capital raising is never ever give up right because if you you'll have to deal with rejection mm. but if someone rejects you it doesn't mean to say that your business is bad it could well be it just doesn't quite fit their fund so i think just you know the old churchillian saying if you're going through hell keep going um that would be my on the on the capital raising side on the uh, operational side, I think try and extend the runway. Uh, don't find that you're burning through cash faster than 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 you really need to while you're doing you're doing capital raising. So, anything you can do to extend it through customer prepayments, um, maybe getting collecting your R and D tax credit more quickly, or um, getting a grant. Um, or hiring people later, or, or whatever it is, if you can push the cash runway out while you're capital raising, it's, it makes a massive difference to the outcome. David, I, I think w we need to leave it there because you've delivered incredible value to us today in such a short period of time. I'm so grateful that you were able to, to join us on Sierra Reflects. It's a great pleasure, Tony, and we've been joined by Benji in the background with the occasional bark. I know. Well, so will you and Benji come back and see us in the future? Because I, I think yes, there's a yes from Benji. What about a yes from you? <laughs> yes from Benji and a yes from me. Absolutely. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you, David. Take care.